Hello, my zebras and spoonies. Thank you for coming and hanging out with me. I'm glad that you are here. Today, I'm going to be talking about mental illness through the media's eyes. I feel that the primary reason that there is a stigma against mental illness is because of the way it is portrayed in the media. People believe what they see on TV or read on the internet, especially in regards to things that they have no experience with. I'm not blaming the consumers here. I'd love it if everyone would go get themselves educated on what mental illness really is, but that isn't going to happen, and really, it doesn't need to. I am, however, blaming the media, well, in part. I don't feel that the media is completely responsible for shaping popular opinion. TV shows and movies are about telling a good story, and that often has nothing to do with reality. It's not the media's responsibility to make sure that people don't believe in vampires, werewolves, and unicorns. In the same way, it's not their responsibility to make sure that people don't believe that mental illness is a synonym with violence or helplessness. So some sad data from the CDC. Only 25% of adults with mental health symptoms believe that people are caring and sympathetic to persons with mental illness. The only media that I blame and that makes me angry is the news. The news advertises itself as being unbiased and factual, but in truth, it is just as bad as the fictional movies and TV shows. It rarely gives accurate or positive information regarding mental illness or the treatment process. So that leaves the question, what can be done about the stigma? Advocate, educate, relate. Advocating is about making sure that people who have mental illness get the services that they need and are being treated with respect. I think that those of us that have mental illness have to put forward our voices in regards to this. We have to stop accepting people being disrespectful to us and call them out on their bad behavior. Some of us can't do this, but for those of us that can, we need to. Educating is about getting information out there to the people who are looking for accurate and insightful data. When people search for bipolar disorder on the internet, there should be more links leading to accurate information than links that lead to crap and myths. I think that we've made progress in that regard, but I also think about talking to people in our lives about what our disorder is and what it's not for us as an individual is really helpful. Those of us that have mental illness need to talk about what it is like to have mental illness. Personal stories are much more relatable than a list of facts or statistics. Relating is about engaging with people as people. I think that there are several components to this. The first is how parents raise their children. The second is how we consume the media. And there's just being open-minded. I think that all three really just go back to how we raise our children. If we can raise children with a sense of empathy and sympathy, then the largest battle against stigma really will be won. Most of the power behind stigma is people choosing not to see other people as people. I am a person. I have mental illness, I have chronic illness, but I am still a person. Treat me that way.
When we consume media, we need to understand that it cannot be taken at face value. If it was, everyone would believe that there were sparkling vampires running around. And, well, I've already talked about education, but in regards to relating, I'll add this one point. People without mental illness have a difficult time understanding and thus relating to those that do have mental illness. It doesn't mean that they don't care. It just means that it's difficult to understand something that you've never experienced. And again, this is why it's so important that we tell our personal stories. They're relatable. There is nothing that I can do about the media and what they decide to put on TV, other than the effort that I am already making in not consuming crap on TV of any variety. I am trying to help with the stigma by putting out information that is accurate and insightful about mental illness. I'm hoping that a few people will read things posted on my blog and that will have a a bit of a stigma erased from their mind. Even if I could do that with one person, I would feel that I have accomplished something good here. I believe in the butterfly effect, and I hope that I have made a little bit of a ripple. So Lisa Lasko said, overcoming the stigma associated with mental illness, seeking and getting treatment, and being part of a support network enables people living with mental illness to reclaim their lives and enjoy meaningful careers. People love watching movies. Unfortunately, most movies have inaccurate and negative portrayals of mental illness. Those that have a positive outlook usually still have inaccurate information. It is difficult for people to sort through this to get down to what is real. The homicidal maniac is probably the most damning and is all too often a central character in horror and slasher films like Hannibal, American Psycho, and Seven. This is to say that I think these movies are bad. I actually enjoyed all three examples I gave, but I went into it understanding that the villains are as realistic as vampires and werewolves. Most people don't have that perspective when watching those films and walk away believing that this is what mental illness really looks like. However, there are a few movies that truly offer an insightful portrayal of mental illness. Ordinary People, and I Never Promised You a Rose Garden are both great films. I recommend them. There are also some shows that are honest, but I think some are also exploitive. Hoarders 2020, and there are several that had a sprinkling of good episodes as well. There are a bunch of really great documentaries out there. The Secret Life of the Manic Depressive, OCD The War Inside, Child of Rage, And A is for autism, just to name a few of the cool documentaries. But there are many others. There's also some great anime that portray characters with mental illness in a really realistic way. Naruto, in the show Naruto, is a very good and positive portrayal of someone with ADHD. People who have mental illness have the same needs as everyone else. This is a quote from Pat Morris, but... I just completely agree with it. The last thing that I want to point out is that mental health providers also get a bad reputation from the media. Who would want to go to a psychiatric hospital after watching all the movies that have the creepy asylum as a setting 
And how many times has a show or movie portrayed the psychiatrist as the bad guy exploiting or manipulating their patients or worse? And reality TV shows really haven't helped here. Some providers are just plain exploiting people like Dr. Phil and the providers and hoarders. I promise that most of us providers are not bad people, but like every other group of people, there are jerks and pricks within our ranks. There are some great websites out there with an open mind, the media and mental illness, overcoming the stigma of mental illness, mental illness stigma, mental illness is no myth. So thank you for coming and hanging out with me and listening to me ramble today. And until we hang out again, I hope that you stay well.